Hello and welcome to another episode of Bourbon and Blood. It's a special episode because I have a special guest. Who are you? I'm Angel. And we're here to talk about a fucking ridiculous movie (laughs) called Kill Her Goats. Here's the music. back i'm danny and again this is angel and uh we decided we wanted to do a bourbon and blood and we thought it'd be fun and i wanted to just choose something random that looked ridiculous and i i feel like i made a mistake <laughs> i don't think it was a mistake i thought it was fun uh, it was bad there's a lot to <laughs> there's a lot to unpack so it's a two, 2023 movie kill her goats so you it's like killer goats, but kill her goats. I'm really surprised that it's from <laughs> I know, it's from this year. <laughs> By Steve Walsh, which we'll get into a bunch of stuff about Steve Walsh in a minute. All right, so we start off with cute little couple in a tent in the forest. And they're debating back and forth about how big something is. <laughs> and you're, you're, you're to assume it's a penis, right? Yeah, because she's topless. So. Yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's safe to assume. <laughs> it's safe to assume that you think it's a penis. It turns out to be a ring. How romantic. But then a giant goat man wearing trip boots from Hot Topic <laughs> wielding a hedge trimmer? Yeah. It wasn't a chainsaw. No, I kept writing down chainsaw, but yeah, it was, like, small. No, it was, like, the thin line with, like, the sides of blades that you go yeah, across yeah. hedges with, yeah. I don't own a hedge trimmer, so I can't say for sure. How many hedge trimmers do you have? At like seven. Three. Oh. <laughs> Very impressive hedge trimming collection you have there. Oh man! So it starts off gory. Yeah, I think that the gore at the beginning was really good. I really liked that. I'll be honest, the gore in the movie wasn't bad. Yeah. But there's a big gap between that stuff. <laughs> So what happens next? So tent happens, people dead. Yeah, I wrote down, why was it so fucking hard to cut the tent? Like, that took a long time just to, like, cut it. It's because it's a hedge, <laughs> hedge trimmer, not a chainsaw. If he would have had a chainsaw, he would have been through that tent like that. <laughs> so what, what was the next scene? Um, oh, and then they're, like, on... They So they, like, move it forward... Or no, they move it backwards in time. Yes. Like interesting time hops. Yeah, that was weird. That were kind of like hard to follow. But they move it back in time to like earlier that day. Yes. <laughs> and the girls are on the beach. I thought that the like this the way that they like cut the camera angles were, was like so weird while the girls were talking. Like a chick would be like mid sentence and it would just like hop to a different angle while she was talking and it just seemed kind of like chaotic and weird. This is a good time to bring up that Steve Walsh not only directed, produced, but shot the movie. He was the person oh. doing all the video work, which will come okay. up a few more times. <laughs> yeah, this whole intro scene, I feel like he learned how to use Adobe After Effects because like <laughs> the the text would come across the screen and do the cool like fade into like being part of the picture or something like that. And like, it was like 
a five minute intro of just girls running through the beach or talking. Yeah, it was like the one girl just like having her boyfriend take pictures of her topless on the beach. It's the second topless person. If you're a fan of boobs, like most people, this is the movie for you. I did a boob count. (laughs) We see five pairs of boobs. How many close up of butts? I didn't. I should have done a butt count because there were so many butts, dude. Nonstop butts. So much bending over. (sighs) (laughs) A lot of butts. Yeah. Oh, there's that terrible opening song, too. The soundtrack to this movie was (laughs) just really bad. Yeah. All right. So we get kind of a backstory. Someone broke up with someone Mm -hmm. and they're buying a house, a trip house or trap house or. The Tup House. Tup House. Yeah, it's like been in the family and there's like been like deaths and shit at the house. So, yeah. of course, it's like everybody thinks it's haunted. Yeah. Oh, man. So our main actress girl, worst final girl I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> shows up to her new house that her dad bought her for graduating college. Ooh. We get a 15 minute walkthrough of the whole house and the amount that she talks to herself like mm. (laughs) (laughs) girl (laughs) it's so frustrating because like to tell a story good you don't tell people the story like you show people in a film yeah like that's how you do it and they just told you everything she just talked to herself to tell you every fucking thing about her and that really really bothered me so much (laughs) she pours herself a glass of wine spills the wine cleans up the wine leaves her glass of wine on the floor that also breaks there's so much wine spilling and white girl wine drinking and wooing yeah there's this there's this um like kind of like a horror spoof film on um, Netflix. And it has, I can't remember the actress's name. I was trying to remember her name, Um, but the chick who voiced um, Anna in Frozen, and she's also married to, I think, like Dax Shepard or whatever. Kristen Bell. Yeah, her. Um, She's in it. And in that, she will like do stupid shit like that, where like she pours herself glasses of wine, like all the way to the top. I know what you're talking about. It's like a, a murder mystery. Yeah, yeah. It has, like, a ridiculous name. And she, like, oftentimes will go to, like, take something out. She, like, makes casserole. She goes to, like, take it out of the oven. And she doesn't wear gloves. And she, like, drops it. She's like, why do I keep doing that? <laughs> like, that made me think of of that movie so much. Because she just, like, our main girl just kept doing stupid shit the whole time. Where it's, like, a, norm, a normal human who, like, is able to just live on their own doesn't do stuff like that. Like, you don't leave your glass of wine just, like, on the floor. <laughs> I'm glad later it was crushed because I thought it was just never going to be addressed again. Yeah. I was like, oh, Jesus, please, (laughs) please tell me that wine just didn't disappear. But this is the point in the movie that I was frustrated. It does pick up, Mm -hmm. but we have up until 55 minutes into the movie, we have nothing, not even jump scares. Yeah. We have nothing but eerie tones and girls taking showers. Yeah. So yeah. many shower there scenes. Are two showers happening at one time. Yeah. <laughs> that water heater is amazing. Yeah. And like, all right, this is where I want to bring up Steve Walsh as a director, video, videographer, person shooting the movie. 
you know the scene or any of the scenes where a girl is taking a shower and there's like a scene of her from the top and the scene of her from behind and a scene from her facing the shower. He had to like set all those up. That girl had to take that shower so many times. <laughs> or like if a girl's undressing or looking out the window with her shirt off, he did like five different shots. Yeah. Like yeah. that just seems pervy as hell. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And like, and I was thinking about that when they were like talking on the beach in the beginning, because it would literally be right in the middle of her saying something. And I just, I kept, I kept thinking like, she had to say that so many fucking times. Like, <laughs> this is so pointless. Why are you fucking doing this? And yeah, she would have had to take in so many fucking showers so we could get that scene where she's dancing in the shower. And <sighs> one of the girls, there was a lot of boobs in this movie, but there's Lots one girl boobs. who covers her boobs every time, not our, our main girl, and also this other girl, dark hair. But there's a point where she gets out of bed to like turn off the lights and she's not covering herself and she's clearly wearing pasties. Yeah. Like, director, why bad. did you make her? even be topless then yeah because there were there were also so many shirt changes oh god <laughs> and i said how many tiny shirts are you going to go through to get the oh <laughs> crop tops <laughs> all of her shirts including the sweat or the shorts and shirts she ended up wearing said muck muck is the name of a movie he oh, produced too <laughs> I have not seen Muck. I have no interest after seeing this and seeing Muck. No, it did not. When I was looking at the trivia. I saw that. And um, yeah, I think like the rating was like 2.7 stars. What did this one get? Oh, I don't know. I didn't even think to look. Um, but yeah, I don't have high hopes for Muck. But yeah, <laughs> I, I put it down that um, it's it's a reference to his film Muck from 2015. Um, oh, jeez. Uh, let's see, pasties got that all. <laughs> like it's hard to talk about this because that first fifty-five minutes, there is nothing going on. It is just like here's an outdoor shot of the house. Here's a window yeah. shot of the house. Here's a girl looking in the mirror. Yeah, and I feel really frustrated too that they didn't really play on like the house being like very haunted because when she's like doing that weird, like walkthrough tour, she goes into like what I assume was like a children's bedroom. Cause I had like the two. Yeah. Beds. She was jumping on my feet. Yes. Which was so yucky. Her feet were so dirty on the bottom and she just kept getting into her bed and getting into beds and like touching her feet to like blankets, which, uh, um, it's got a 2.9 stars. It's actually better than mine. <laughs> Oh, that that almost makes me want to see Muck, but no. That'd be fun. To do an even fun. worse movie yeah. than this. I wonder how many boobs are in that one. <sighs> Probably so many mucky boobs. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, when she walks into that children's bedroom, like you hear like the weird like giggles. And I was like, okay, like some spooky shit's going to happen in this room. Then like this was like a kid's room. They must have like died in here. And I thought it was maybe going to be kind of like, um, like, Amityville horror type stuff, you know? Um, but nope, nope. They never talk about that, which bothers me a lot. Yeah. It also bothers me that they set up to do fun deaths. Mm -hmm. Like she mentioned at least three times in the movie how she doesn't like fish or going in the ocean because yeah. sharks and stuff like that. 
she could have died at the end by a shark. That would have been awesome. That would have gave this movie a few more points in my yeah. eyes. The one girl was talking about how she was going to stay in the room with the fireplace. And everyone kept saying, don't burn yourself. Don't fall asleep. Yeah. I thought that was going to happen. And I feel like there were so many opportunities for like good jump scares or like something really creepy. Like the dark haired friend with the pasties on is like laying in her bed and she keeps like rolling over and you're hearing like creaking and stuff. I thought it was going to be like, I thought that they were going to show like um, some kind of like creepy figure or something, like try to like cuddle her in bed. That would have been crazy. That would have been great. A goat. You just see like eyes right behind her or something. And then like arms, like, yeah. Take notes, people. (laughs) So the dark haired girl keeps having these dream sequences, which I found very annoying, mostly because it took so long it was just her walking she was walking and shivering in like a white shirt and white panties and she was going through this foggy graveyard for what felt like 15 minutes Forever, dude and nothing was really like you'd see like the the goat person figure thing behind her like she did have a i mean at the end of her dream sequence which i guess coincides when she dies in the real world because they just find her mutilated in bed. But this like goat woman comes out of the water and pulls her in. Yeah. It's like drowning her or something. That was cool. Like, I don't know. I, I think that like, they could have done so much stuff with like the graveyard too. There could have been like, I don't know. We could have gotten a little bit of like a backstory for her or something. Maybe like a family member died or something. And she's like seeing in in this graveyard. They're like trying to warn her or some shit about what's happening. Um, And that's also like really confusing the way that she died. Because like, I I, I don't want to get like super ahead of myself. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Like that's kind of like the only like supernatural type thing that happens. I think she actually died from one of the goat dudes somehow hacking her up. We just didn't see it. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I'd actually prefer if she died in the dream and yeah. then died in the real little Freddy Krueger action yeah. here. Yeah. Man. So we get one jump scare 55 minutes into the movie where they hear something. There's a broken bottle and there's like little hoof prints. And I was like, oh, please let this killer actually be a fucking goat, man. Yeah. No. And like that friend. Ugh, there's all these friends. I don't remember the name of our main girl. I think it was like Audria or something. I think like it's Audrey. Yeah. And then um, I think her blonde friend's name is Grace. And then I don't remember the Australian dark haired friend's name, but. Yeah. She's dead at this point. Yeah. We're good. <laughs> so I think like the blonde haired friend, Grace, she keeps like freaking out because something like licked her feet and she's like, I'm going to call the cops. I'm going to call the cops. And it's like, girlfriend, like I, I'm with our main girl. Like you probably were fucking dreaming. Like you're going to call the cops about a fucking dream. I Yeah, that's ridiculous. The one thing, though, is the our what's her main girl's name? You said Audrey, Audrey, Audra, Audrey. something like that. <laughs> so she kept saying stupid shit like, "You should Google imaginary dogs. Look up imaginary dogs. You're just dreaming. It's an imaginary dog." I feel like whoever wrote the script, script that would be Steve Walsh. Okay, I feel like <laughs> my man Steve has never actually like been around a real woman. 
Like, Why would you say that? Everything he knows about women he saw in porn. Like, they don't wear pants. They change their shirts a million times. They wear tiny shirts only. Every every woman is sleeping naked in the house with their friends in, like, a fucking cottage that they've, like, never been in that apparently people have died in. You're not sleeping naked. That's yeah. too fucking vulnerable. <laughs> it takes me a while to sleep naked in a house I live in. <laughs> oh, yeah, his... I don't know what he was going for with this movie. And honestly, if he would have chopped out 30 minutes of the drawn out bullshit in the middle and made it just like a 40 minute movie, it might have been better received. Yeah. yeah. Because this is when we get into the actual like, I feel like we're skipping ahead, but we did not miss much <laughs> with the beginning part. So now we have goat people, goat, mm-hmm. goat dudes or men wearing goat masks. Just yeah, like they go they see like the hoof prints and the fucking annoying friend is like, Oh my God, what if it's the devil? Like queen. (laughs) Why do you say the dumbest shit? Do you remember what the girl's response to that was? She was, I think the devil's got more important things like wars to deal with, (laughs) which is not much better of a comeback. So this goat runs out. It's an actual goat. Fun. I, I like that concept. I thought it was cute. Yeah, goats are adorable. Yeah. And the girl whose house it was, our main girl, like she was really like blase about it. Like she was very chill about it. And like if there were a goat in my house, like I mean I said this, I would be like really stoked. <laughs> but I could get how other people might not be. <laughs> what other notes did you have? I feel like I told you to bring something up. Um, up to this point. Oh, that there were no screens on any of the windows and there oh. were no blinds on any of the fucking windows. A lot of other countries don't put screens in. What? Yeah, not all of them, but like I, like my friends that have gone, like they don't put screens in because the airflow and like they don't care. Like not every country. I think it's more of an American thing for screens and more for safety. <laughs> what else before the the goat man enters the house um, i know there's not much so it's okay if you didn't write anything else no i don't uh fuck her friends <laughs> <laughs> that's an important note yeah, i stand by that one <laughs> fuck her friends <laughs> fuck her too though yeah dude she's a terrible final girl all right so our goat man finally shows up Wielding probably one of the best weapons I've ever seen in a horror movie. Will you describe this for us, Angel? <laughs> it's like it's like a fucking. Is it even a chainsaw? Is no, it's two hedge trimmers tied together. <laughs> yeah, there are sparklers going. Like, just imagine him setting up in the other room, like. Lighting these sparklers before he busted in to do. Well, he couldn't even have his own fucking hedge trimmers on because he had sparklers on the plane. That's a good point. I don't know how that would even work. So he busts in and he's got sparklers on hedge trimmers that are tied together and looks like a Darth Maul double dual blade situation. And he's chasing them through the house and they easily just get out of the house. Yeah. But they have to go back in for their friend and their car keys and their phones. No one has their phones mm-hmm. or Yeah. 
Um, I didn't write a whole lot for this, just sparklers on the chainsaw and then a bunch of laughing emojis. <laughs> yeah, yes, that is valid. So our main character runs back inside to go get the dark-haired friend and her ki- her car keys. She gets in there, gets the car keys. Oh, she goes back in because they see a person, like, run off, and they think it's the dude. Oh, yeah. And I wrote that down, too. Like, why did the fucking killer run away? Like, girl, commit. <laughs> why would you run away? Be a girl boss. Finish the job. Yes. Honey queen pussy slay. Like, finish <laughs> it, dude. Like, why would you, if you're going to run, run in the direction of the people that you're trying to, like, murder. I don't, what's, why are she you? wants to come out somewhere else being all ominous and scary. So she goes back inside, grabs her keys, runs upstairs, sees her dead friend. And then we get this other dude who is wielding, I called the goat blade. Oh, yeah. It's just like a really fucked up looking blade. It's and cool. I was like, that hallway is not big enough for you to do this. And he instantly gets it stuck. Yeah in the wall and she falls down the stairs yeah it's oh this fight scene so he's while this is going on in the house our dumb our other friends is outside counting to 280 or whatever Mm -hmm. and she hears her phone go off inside the what is it the mother shed is that what they're called or i don't know but yeah like like a little shed with a bed in it yeah Yeah. So she goes to check on the phone, and that's when our big dude. The camera angles in this scene pissed me off. It was like her point of view, and he kept like lifting her up, and it kept like going black because she was passing out. I'm assuming is what the director was going for. I don't know. I thought that lifting her up made it really confusing too, like what was going on. Um, because like, so ah. <laughs> my brain <laughs> there was one point he holds the weed whacker or whatever up above his head and she's like fading in and out and then when she comes back he's not holding it above her head and then he like looks her but like did you did you decide to switch it up there buddy he just had like the, the lawn care tool and <laughs> then he doesn't anymore and he like lifts her up and then slams her down on like the bedpost or whatever and because of him like lifting her up and doing those things i was confused like what angle we're seeing everything from and like did he like impale her on something like from the ceiling like i don't know was she like lifted so much yeah it made it confusing and then he like broke it off and just threw her on the bed and we kind of think she's dead but apparently she's not but that'll come up later yeah i thought she was dead for sure she looked pretty dead. Yeah, she looked very dead. I'd like to also mention, at this point, we're realizing that all the killers are ripping off all these girls' clothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was also really frustrated because we see the friend who I think is named Grace, and we see our main girl like pick up knives multiple times throughout the film. And then the killers come, and they never fucking have them. She did have a knife towards the end. Yeah, but like... But they also picked up knives and butcher yeah, axes. Like, and yeah. So scattered throughout that house are a bunch of knives and butcher axes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like the killers are like ripping their clothes off. Like the... The, what, the one... <laughs> it's frustrating because he like kind of carefully pulled her shirt off in the one. Yeah. 
Like what? How does that? How does that further the plot? It, are you kidding? <laughs> she can't die with her shirt on. Yeah, you gotta die with titties out, I guess. Gotta be covered in blood because that's what the people pay for. That's that's what Steve is all about, I guess. Yeah, good old Steve. So then we cut back to our main girl who escapes the house, but the big sword guy is chasing her. They get a little scuffle. He tears something off of her pants. Shorts. Yeah, no, he takes her pants off. Because she just, runs around in underwear the rest of the thing. Yeah. No, <laughs> not even like, it's just straight, I'm tearing your pants off. There's no other reason to do it. She like stabs him in the leg and we realize, oh, she has a knife still. And then she runs down to this boathouse that was brought up many times about being unsafe or scary. Yeah, it had like spooky vibes. It was fine. It was a boathouse. Spooky vibes. <laughs> like. <laughs> so she had, she's hiding in there. I had one of the best jokes here in a minute. He comes in and he's like tearing through the place. And I go, he canoes you're in there. Because <laughs> she's hiding in a canoe. Sorry. Really bad tattoo. Because <laughs> he flips the canoe over, but she's in the other canoe. Yeah. It's a, a conundrum. Canoodle. <laughs> canoodle conundrum canoeing. I don't know. Point is, she pops out and just starts fucking stabbing him to all hell. Yeah. Well, yeah. And like you had said during, like while she was high. So, so she was breathing really oh, fucking yeah. loud. But, you know, she's also just kind of laying there and we're not like really set up for like what her plan is. And then when she like jumps out from under the canoe, she's like holding like a rope and she pulls on it, which knocks something over on the other side of the boathouse. So it draws his attention over there. And then she like flips the canoe and pushes it into him. And then she's able to start like attacking him. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah. I thought that was like really clever. I wish that we could have like had that set up a little bit better, but I really liked that. I I was surprised. I didn't think that she was going to have a plan at all. I did like, she grabs the big sword when it falls out of his hand and she goes, who are you? You know what? It doesn't matter. And just cuts yeah. his head off. <laughs> no, I wanted to know who he was. Cause at this point I'm like certain that it's like her ex who was like in the beginning on the beach was talking about how she needed to like pay for coming back. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, this is him. This is, this is my guy. He yeah. is this fucking build and everything. <laughs> um, and do we ever find out who it is? No, I don't think we do. Oh, the other dude who gets unmasked, that was really fucking stupid. And I have a lot of problems with that. <laughs> well, now we'll get there. All right, actually, we'll get there at this point. So yeah. now we cut to this Lamborghini just flying through town and pulling into the cabin. And it's her sister. And we get this whole other plot line out of nowhere with like 20 minutes left in the movie <laughs> where her husband asked for a divorce. After their dad just died in the hospital. Like her dad. Yeah. Like she's not, they're not really, her and her husband aren't related. Yeah. (laughs) No, definitely not. So she's pissed off, talks about how she wants to chop into him and chop him into a million pieces. And then she starts finding bodies and she just casually walks around with a bottle of wine still. Yeah. Like there's no urgency to her at all after finding a dead body. Yeah, well, and then, like, we find out that that's our main character's sister. Yeah. And that the dad that died is our main character's dad. The one who just bought her that house. Yeah. Um, So he's got to be, like, loaded. Well, he is loaded, because... Yeah. 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 Um, 
But yeah, she has said that she's been like trying to call her sister all day and her sister hasn't been answering. And then she tries calling her again. And that like kind of lures her into like the shed where the one friend who was impaled is laying. Yeah, she sees the dead body and just kind of fucking like wanders like away. Yeah, she just like, walks. <laughs> and then she's like looking in windows because the doors are locked and her butt's hanging out because yeah. why not? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so Goatman with he doesn't even have the double the dueling yeah, weed whacker anymore. He didn't even yeah. use that once. He what a disappointment. He wasn't committing. Oh, what a so dick. frustrating. So he comes at her and she blow hits him once with the wine bottle and he is down. Yeah, that really fucked him up. We're seeing, I think, from like his point of yeah. seeing like his point of view. Yeah. And he's like all like fuzzy as he's trying to like stand up and like chase after her. Um she runs away, grabs an axe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Comes back. He wanders around a corner and there she is. And she just starts axing him. Yeah. But that's not enough. The wine bottle fucking down for the count. An axe multiple times to the chest. He can keep going. It's not that bad. Not that big of a deal. Yeah, she like <laughs> axes him <laughs> like so many times, like six times. Yeah. And he still has the strength to pick her up by her neck. Yeah. And like set it down. You know who played that character? Mm-hmm. Kane Hoder, who is Jason. <gasps> I know. Nice. I know. <laughs> but <laughs> so he drops her down and you think it's the end of her. Then the other sister comes up from behind with another axe. There are yeah. so many axes at this house. Our main character. Yeah. She comes back. She has an axe. And then it's revealed that this fucking dude is somehow the sister who just showed up? God damn it! No, yeah, you're good. Haley is her name. I think you're right. Yeah, that it's Haley's fucking husband who's trying to divorce her. Who's trying to kill her at this point because he gets the inheritance. Yeah, but like that. Okay, the reason why I have such a problem with that is because and when she's when she pulls up in her car and she's like on the phone with her friend and they're bitching and complaining about how. They just pulled the plug on her dad, which we didn't know at all was in, like, any kind of, like, bad health state at all. So that's, like, frustrating also. Well, he said, I killed your husband or I killed your dad. Yeah. I don't know how or what he did. That wasn't explained. It seemed like he was there at the hospital that she just left. But he's been at that fucking house all night already. Also, wait... What? I think it's coming together. <laughs> the beginning. The beginning. In the tent. In the tent. He asked that girl to marry him. And then later on, she said that she, Haley was talking about how her dad hooks up with young girls at the at the golf course. Her dad? Yeah, her dad and her husband were both doing that. But <gasps> what if the tent scene was her dad and he's the one that put her put him in the hospital? <gasps> Okay, it's coming together. Because <laughs> that would make sense on how. Yeah, because I was like, it even flashed like who they were, but I didn't write that down. Like this is this is person's ex husband or yeah. husband. Anyways, so that makes sense. But anyways, they both start hacking away at him. Dude, that's like so extra fucked up. Because that if that ooh, if that was the dad, the chick that he fucking um, proposed to in the tent was like as young as his daughter. Yeah. 
Because he was an older dude. <laughs> That's so it. Okay. So people are getting hacked up. Mm-hmm. Or the, the husband's getting hacked up. And then, you know, I forget what was said, but for some reason the two sisters started axe battling. Yeah, like, so our main character is like hitting the dude with the axe while he's like laying on the ground and then the um sister Haley, i'm pretty sure is her name um tries to like stop her and then she's like fuck it and then she starts like axing him also no she took a swing at her at her sister because she was like oh i remember she's like he's going to bleed out we don't need to do this and the younger sister was like i'm going uh, what's the difference i want him in pieces mm-hmm. and she didn't want that So she took a swing at her sister and then they looked at each other and then they started axe battling. (laughs) Yeah. Um, At some point in the tussle between Haley and her husband, who is dressed up as the goat guy, Haley's fucking skirt gets ripped off. Yeah. So So now there's two sisters in their underwear battling with axes. Yeah. Covered in blood, titties out. Not like all the way. You don't see like, but like. (laughs) <laughs> they're living cleavage out and yeah and they're just like fighting and then you think that our main character is going to kill Haley, but she doesn't she just knocks her out and then she has this whole fucking conversation with herself again about how her sister is going to be mad when she wakes up and it's like dude just show us that all this stupid shit like, just fucking show us. Just show it to us later on when Haley wakes up. Sh- like, show her pissed off. Like, do that. Like, ah. Uh. So then the next morning comes, and the ex-boyfriend that we saw at the beginning on the beach with his new hot girlfriend are like, like taking the pictures of her toplets. Yeah, they're yeah. trying to find the goats because they were the ones that put the goat in the house to scare our girl, our main girl. Mm-hmm. That's all they did. They weren't involved with the two goat guys who were murdering people. Yeah. They show up. They find a body in the boathouse. They start panicking. Then Haley. Just no, not wa- Haley. Oh, yeah. Our main girl. Our main girl just Audra. casually. Wa- yeah. Audra walks up and just shoves an axe right into her ex-boyfriend's yeah. back. Yeah. For like. She's lost her mind at this yeah. point. We're not really given any reason. I, I guess it's like. Just to be assumed, because it's her ex? <laughs> I think she's just ready to kill anybody that comes onto that property at that moment. Oh, and the ex-boyfriend and his new girlfriend, where they're looking for goats, while they're walking through the fucking woods looking for goats, the girlfriend is in just her underwear. And that's so frustrating, because, like... <laughs> Women do wear pants. No, they don't. <laughs> women have been known to wear pants every now and again. This actor, or this director has clearly shown that women do not wear pants, ever. Women have been known to wear pants. It's like, <laughs> and this is what makes me think that he's, like, never, like, it's almost like he's never seen a woman outside of porn. Because, it, like, he wouldn't think to himself that, like, a woman walking through the fucking woods in her underwear in the early hours of the morning, like... He doesn't think that, like, that's not what we just do as, like, women. That's not. That we don't just walk <laughs> everywhere. Like, no, you're not going to fucking walk around and, like, you're going to put pants on. You're going to put shorts on at least. Like, so Audrey, Audra, whatever, starts 
beating the shit out of the other girlfriend on the beach, just punching her in the face. It's really bad acting, too. You can tell it's just her swinging down at a camera. Yeah. And, like, there's a lot of, like, weird things said. Like, throughout the movie, like, they have, like, weird dialogue. But, like, especially when our main girl, Audra, um, is, like, attacking somebody, she says, like, really, really weird shit. Yeah. Like... The script was not very good. I oh, did write down my favorite thing though. What? The like this is like going way back to before like Grace was killed. She's like, "What's going on? Why are there goats?" Oh, yeah, because <laughs> she's like just spinning around in the front yard, and a goat just runs past. <laughs> like, Queen, I feel that like so hard. Why what is going goats? on? And why are there goats? <laughs> So that's basically the movie. She walks off down the street, even though she could have just drove away. Yeah. She, like, puts the for sale sign back up in her yard. Yep. And then she just, like, walks away covered in blood, drenched in blood. Yeah. Like, with a bunch of dead people. Oh, and she, 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 okay, so before she walks away, she goes into the shed, though, and she sees her friend Grace laying on the bed. And it looks like she's, like, dead, dude. Like, she's got a fucking hole she goes, in her this, belly. This is better. This is better, and puts a pillow over her face and just kills her. Yeah, like I'm sorry, I'd probably still try to live. Yeah, I'd like I'd just like to try. <laughs> like, damn. But yeah, uh, it ended with somebody dying with their titties out, and it started with somebody dying with their titties out. So at least that was consistent. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> so I would not recommend this movie. <laughs> this movie. <laughs> I mean. It was fun at the end and at the beginning, but that middle part, there was a time I was like, do I even want to continue this movie? I'm so glad we did. Yeah, nothing happened for so long. I <laughs> love how bad it was. Like, It was bad. It was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that. It was really, really bad. And I thought it was funny. Um, and there were like weird bloopers, which I didn't I didn't like. I wish they could have done that because that was really weird. There's a lot of like weird like flirting and sexual innuendos and so and like I get it because all the girls are running around naked but like that was weird I wish they wouldn't have shown me that I don't want to see that. <laughs> all right, well, thank you for listening to another episode of Bourbon and Blood. It was a pleasure having you on, Angel. Oh, thank you. I'll have you on again sometime for another ridiculously bad movie. <laughs> I would love that. All right, bye. bye.